So um, the song shows that God's word shall go forth as, as rain. And um, the Lord began to send forth his rain at, at the... Um, Amen, yes. So <clears throat> the rain for this time is, is the exact thing in which we're looking at now. From verses 1 to 45 is showing, showing forth this rain in that, the rain in which we all must receive. And this is what, make, this is what will make fat our bones as well. So the, this, these things here are the things in which we should really look at and really search out because this is where most of God's light will stream from in, in these last days. Because she, she tells us that if we learn, once we have, have a right un, knowledge of the, these things, this is when there will be a, um, a, go ahead, amen, yes. So the whole world shall be awakened onto the true, the true light when, when we truly bring these things into our lives, amen. All right, so we're going to continue from verse 17, but let us begin with a short word of, of prayer. Amen. All right. Hopefully we still have the, the notes up, the, the keynote slides. We left in verse 16, seeing how Rome came to the Jews, and there was a, a group or a class there who was for Rome and another class who was against Rome. And those who are for Rome were in the what? Were in the majority. Amen. And those who are against Rome were in the minority. And this is, um, this is shown us the scene of the son-in-law crisis where those who will be for Rome will be in the majority. And Rome shall come, come in and destroy many. And, the, and when you go look at Matthew 24... The, um, we see that many, many shall fall. What many shall fall away, and these many here are are the are those who side with Roman doctrines, and and Rome is just the agent of Satan. So these those souls are there. Um, those those souls in times past in verse sixteen, is showing the souls that 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 shall side on the side of Satan in the near, near coming civil Sunday law and the Sunday law crisis as well. So we'll continue in verse 17. We're, remember, we're um, looking at Rome since verse 14. So verse 14 all the way down to 12.1 is regarding Rome and Rome only. However, you can see lessons there of showing um, separate things, but 
these things naturally were speaking of Rome itself. Amen? You following? Okay. So Daniel 11, verse 17, it says, He shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom and upright ones with him. Who is this he and him? Amen is Rome. Because the rule that Uriah Smith put forth is that from verse 14, Rome is the one that establishes the vision. And the rest of this vision is dealing with Rome. It's showing the fourth. <clears throat> so, um, we'll continue on. It says, Thus shall he do. He shall give him the daughter of women, corrupting her. But she, but she shall not stand on his side, neither be for him. And Michelle, this should be familiar to you, this verse. Because I remember we spoke about this on the walk. So, um, go ahead. Yes. In 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 terms of time, yes, but in terms of the verses, no. Okay. Because this is we're in BC um 50s and 60s. Yes. Wow. They will aid aid in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, them as well. Because when you go to SPM, page two, paragraph one, it says the Amen and and and, and nominal churches. So so it's both Adventists and the churches. She says like Judas shall. Amen. Yes, nominal Adventists. Yeah, it's um because Paul Paul says that all. No, if you if you turn, yeah, if you turn, you are a part of that class now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yes. So yeah, um, Paul tells us that. All that say that they're Israel are not Israel. They're just saying it. It's only, it's only just, just yeah, lip um, service. So, but but they're not actually living it. So it is the it's the husk without the corn. It's just it's just a shell. You just you you look like one, but you're really not it. Go ahead, Alyssa. Amen. Yes. Amen. All. Many will say, Lord, Lord, but just because it's saying, Lord, Lord, doesn't mean they're actually following the Lord Jesus Christ. They're just saying it. And um, when you go to Isaiah 5, it shows you that as well. It says, but let us be called by thy name to take away um, my reproach. So, so they're only going with the name, but, but they eat their own bread. They have on their own apparel and all these things. So they're really not Adventists, but only going by the name. Go ahead. Yes. But at the same time, they have one application. Yeah, and, and, and Satan. Amen. And when you, when you understand the nominal Adventists and the nominal churches, I only go on Satan's path. Yes. It's really identifying. So no matter what group you are a part of, if you are a part of those that are helping Rome, that text applies to you. Amen. Whatever it may be. Pause, it doesn't yeah. matter. 
on a one level, but there is a level where you should view the church only mm -hmm. and see the work that the church is doing specifically Amen. Uh, in that time. Yes. Amen. Yes. The few. Amen. The many shall always end up persecuting the few. That's that. That's what always. That's what always happens throughout all time. The many persecute the few. So um. So and. The. Actually no. Oh, all right. So we we'll just continue with the verse, and Daniel in verse seventeen it says, "Yeah, he shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom, and upright ones with him. Thus shall he do, and he shall give him the daughter of women, corrupting her, but she shall not stand on his side, neither be for him." Verse sixteen brought us down. Down. Excuse me down to the conquest of Syria and Judea by the Romans. Rome had, had um, previously conquered Macedon and Thrace. Egypt was now all, all that remained of the whole kingdom of Alexander, not brought into, um, amen, to the Roman power, which power now set its face to enter by force into that country. So when the verse says, he shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom. This is, this is what it's speaking of, is that Rome now, now shall go forward and take Egypt so that now Rome, um, Rome now um, controls, controls the fears of the whole earth because the king of the north previously tried to do this but failed, but now Rome is doing it, and Rome is now the, the actual, Rome is now the new king of the north, because he took down, um, took down the old king of the north, which was, um, um, yes, amen. So the rule, the rule is that whoever is ruling over that, that area is the king of that area. So when we see Cyrus, when Cyrus took down Babylon, uh, the Bible calls him the king of Babylon. Then, then, then after all those who, who came after him, also the king of Babylon and also the king of Medes and the Persians. So, so whoever holds that area is the king of that area. So Rome took down um, the, the previous king of the north. So now he is the new king of the north. So now, so now Rome now is going to go and take down Egypt to be the king over the whole known world at that time. All right. So can someone read the next paragraph, 235.4? Go ahead. Okay, young ears of Egypt. So, verse 17, we're just taking, yet again, just taking the key points. I'm going to write them, write them out. So, in this verse, now we have Rome. Um, going to take Egypt. And now, and 
Pompeii is put put over as garden of Ptolemy and his sister Cleopatra. Yes, amen. Yeah. True, yes, that is true. Yes. Yeah. Um it is important because when once Rome once Rome conquers Egypt then we work right there they're not conquering. Conquering, yes. Rome. Yeah, because that was the, the role they took up in verse um, 15, 14 and 15. Ah, yes. Amen, yes. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yes. Amen. I was supposed to say that in the last one. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this is something we have to see because it's just as when it said, it's how Satan works. Satan always comes first as an angel of life. You go to Matthew 4, um, the, first, the first time he came towards, towards Christ upon, upon earth um, as, as, as himself, he comes as an angel of light. So in the first test and second test, he comes as an angel of light. But then in the third test, if you go read, read what um, is, is said upon that point, she says that now, now the disguise is gone. And now Satan fully shows forth his, his true self and caught and wants to force Christ to worship him. So this is, this is the, the plan of what Satan does throughout all history. And he uses Babylon, Medes and Persians, Greece, now, then now he's using Rome. He always, look, he always comes as this angel of light. And in this case, he's coming as a guardian over Egypt, of the young heirs of Egypt. But let's continue. All right, so. All right, and the left, we have... Um, the king who, who died in BC 51 and, 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 and his children, yep, Ptolemy and, um, and his sister Cleopatra. So just to have a, um, a view of how they looked in that time as well. All right, now continuing verse 17. So now verse 17 also shows you a civil war. There, and when you look at Daniel 11, there's many civil wars in Daniel 11. Because the first civil war that is shown, Rashad went over, is in verse uh, 4, where now the north, south, east, and west, they're all, they're all part of Greece. They end up fighting within themselves. And there's continually civil wars happening. So that's telling us at the end of the world, in the United States, there, were, there, there will be many civil wars in terms of um, economics, um, economics, political, and, 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 and all these realms, many people shall fight themselves in it and the United States as a whole, too. Now that, as you said that, it's not, when we say civil war, well, when you hear civil war, most people think taking uh, arms. Yes. But a battle between labor unions is a civil war. This is something we must understand. Battles between politicians is a civil war. Battles mm -hmm. between sects of, of different groups within a nation because what you're going to see later is that there is leading men in, in certain sectors of this country. Mm -hmm. And when they clash, that in itself is a civil, civil war. war. That we, we, God's people should pay attention to, or at least understand what's yeah. happening so that they can know when Christ moves. 
Amen. That's the movements of Christ. Amen. Yeah, and Jelai Swinton went over, this all is shown as Christ and Satan. We have to understand both the movements of Christ and Satan. And we most sure have to understand the movements of Christ because Christ is the one that tells you the movements of Satan so that you, you may not fall to the devices of Satan, as Paul tells us. We, are, we must not be ignorant of Satan's devices. All right. Um, okay. Continuing on. Continuing on. 236, paragraph 1. Can someone read this, please? Quarrel having not long after broken out between Pompey and Caesar, the famous battle of Pharsalus was fought between the two generals. Pompey, being defeated, fled into Egypt. Caesar immediately followed him thither, but before his arrival, Pompey was basely murdered by Ptolemy, whose guardian he had been appointed. Caesar therefore assumed the appointment which had been given to Pompey as guardian of Ptolemy and Cleopatra. He found in Egypt in commotion some intense intestine disturbances, Ptolemy and Cleopatra having become hostile to each other, and she being deprived of her share of the government. Notwithstanding this, he did not hesitate to land at Alexandria with a small force, 800 horse and 3,200 foot, take cognizance of the quarrel and undertake its settlement. The troubles daily increasing, Caesar found his small force insufficient to maintain his position, and being unable to leave Egypt on account of the north wind which blew at that season, he sent into Asia, ordering all the troops he had in that quarter to come to his assistance as soon as possible. Amen. So this is the civil war I was speaking of, and just as Swinney was saying, it may not look... it may not be in the sense of arms, but that will happen as well in the future. The literal arms um, actually meant fighting. Last year on, um, on yes, that was shown an, an instance of civil war because, because the men of this nation rose, rose up and fought against the leaders of this nation. That, that is an illustration of what, what we were saying of this civil war. So here you have Daniel... 11.17 is bringing to view the battle between Pompey and Julius Caesar. So, and now, but Julius Caesar comes out as the victor, and Julius Caesar now is the guardian over um, um, Ptolemy and, and um, Cleopatra. Amen. And, and these, the same two that were... Um, put under Pompey, one of them, Ptolemy, ends up killing Pompey. So just bring out all the key points. But yet again, we have to go back for ourselves and look at these histories because it's a lot of history, too, to, to, to have in mind as well. Okay. And, there's, and each man will see and bring out different things as well, for I am just only one man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. No, actually, I I can see what you're saying because with, with with him as well, he his his reign was a reign of peace, and he died also in peace. Um, the way 
Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, you talking about not Augustus Caesar? You talking about um, Julius. yeah, Julius Caesar. Yes, yeah. Julius Caesar. Yes. Yeah, that, that's your garden. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So what, what you're saying is showing that the woman, which is showing forth a church, the church has its own intentions with, with, with the kings of the earth to put herself above the kings of the earth. Yeah. Yes. Jezebel um, and Herodias. Seventeen. Yes. The whore that, that yeah, 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 there's no real name, yeah, the, yeah, there's no name to it, yeah, all right, so okay, go to two d r two thirty six paragraph two, can so read this as well, please. Okay, so now this is Julius Caesar here. So now he he was here saying that it was his right to rule over them because because their father told them told him to rule rule over them. So now, um, but but Egypt is not like this, and um, and excuse me, yes, she sees this, um, she sees this and then uses this to her own um yeah amen to go and seat herself upon 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 the kingdom of of the world so the church shall see clearly who is the ruling power and shall go towards that ruling power to go and seat herself with the ruling power so that she might rule with them all right mm -hmm. yes Amen. And how? 
Amen. So now you can use this verse, just as you said, to go and show, show, um, show um, women of this time what not, not to do. Because these things we will literally have to bring up to go and show that these things will not help you in the end. Because I think she ended up poisoning herself also at, at the end of her life. So, so we can show literal females, do not go this route because it shall only destroy you in the end. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. But, amen. All right, DAR 236, paragraph 3. Can someone read this as well, please? Foible. Foible of the great Roman conqueror judged that the beauty of her presence would be more effectual in securing judgment in her favor than any advocate she could employ. To reach his presence undetected, she had recourse to the following stratagem, laying herself at full length in a bundle of clothes. Uh, Apollodorus, her Sicilian servant. servant wrapped it up in a cloth <coughs> yeah, wrapped it up in a cloth tied it with a, with a thong and raised it upon the per Herculean shoulders um, Herculean shoulders sought the apartments of Caesar Caesar claiming to have a present for the Roman general he was admitted through the gate of the citadel, entered into the presence of Caesar, and deposited the burden at his feet. When Caesar had unbound the animated bundle, lo, the beautiful Cleopatra stood before him. He was far from being displeased with the stratagem, and being of a character described in 2 Peter 2.14, the first sight of so beautiful a person, says Rawlins, had all the effect upon him she, she had desired. Amen. And that verse says, have her eyes full of, um, of, uh, of the, yes, amen. And that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls. So this is what she, she used. She used, she used her looks to go forward and gain, gain the, um, the head of, of, of the nation with Julius Caesar. So now, as we, um, as you know in history, as we go along, now Julius, Julius Caesar connects with Cleopatra. And as the verse says, but she shall not stand on his side, neither before him. So this, this portion of the verse tells us the, the ending of, of this of this, yeah, amen, this relationship, this unlawful alliance here. Go ahead. Wouldn't the looks and beauty of a church be like their, their status and their, um, like mm -hmm. how much they feed the poor and all this, you know, stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you could, you could apply it to that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Yep. And she she it captures your eyes. Yeah. Having eyes full of adultery. So and because Zion is also beautiful as well. And the kings, the kings of the earth shall see that, but they shall more so side with the Romans. Um with 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 the Romish church, rather I should say. Yeah. And this is what they shall show forth unto the, the, the king the kings of the earth, and they shall say say the same thing as Caesar of old. Right, but that's one of Satan's attributes of the angel of light. That's mm -hmm. the that he puts on. Amen. Alright, so now because um yeah, because he he sees this, he he, he then takes her and now this is this is now Rome speaking again, because remember we saw in verse fourteen it says Rome spoke, so now this is now Caesar is the head of Rome, so now when he speaks the whole of Rome is speaking. So now when Rome speaks, we shall see what shall happen in the earth as well within within Egypt, because Egypt is a symbol of the world. All right, can someone read this paragraph as well? Dr. Two thirty seven. Mm -hmm. The chief minister of state, having been principally in instrumental in expelling Cleopatra from the throne, feared the result of her restoration. He therefore began to excite jealousy and hostility against Caesar by insinuating among the populace that he designed eventually to give Cleopatra the sole power. Open sedition soon followed. The parasite ahead of 20,000 men advanced to drive Caesar from Alexandria. Skillfully disposing his small body of men in the streets and alleys of the city, Caesar found no difficulty in repelling the attack. The Egyptians undertook to destroy his fleet. He reported Retorted. by burning theirs. Some of the burning vessels being driven near the city, several of the buildings of the city took fire, and the famous Alexandrian library containing nearly 400,000 volumes was destroyed. Amen. So, because she took this route, this is now, now Caesar speaks and says that both, um, both of them should um, reign jointly, according to the intent of the will. So now, in this paragraph, now we'll see the portion of the verse that says, and the upright ones um, with him. We'll see who the upright ones are. Can someone read this paragraph as well, please? Wait, no, wait, the first part. Two, three, three, seven point two.
Amen. So this was um so previously we was talking about verse sixteen. Now verse seventeen, this is um verse seventeen is very um is is sh showing forth showing forth what what we shall see very soon. Because it says that the Jews who held the passes into where? Into Egypt. So alright, I'm I'm just draw a rough sketch. So this this Let's put this whole area is Ju Judea here. And underneath here is, over in this area, is Egypt. So Rome needed to pass through th this area to get, get to, to um, Egypt so that, so, that, so that he can war, war, war with them. But the only way in which, which this could have happened is if, is if the Jews um, allowed Rome to pass through the, their land. So, um, so just as the, the quote says, it says, without this, the whole plan must have failed. So the linchpin for this, for this whole battle were the Jews. If the Jews had not allowed Rome to pass through their land, to come on into Egypt, to war against Egypt, Rome wouldn't have won in this battle. So, exactly, just like the quote says, nominal Adventists also. So this is, and just as Swinton said previously, you can look at it in as many aspects, but I'm just dealing with this one aspect um, in this time, that, the, um, that Adventists will be a part of it to go and help Rome reach its height. I saw a hand. Yeah, I was going to say, there's also a nice history to add to that. Um, it's like people talk about Julius Caesar almost died in this battle too, and it was the Jews that actually saved him. It, it, oh. it was a, it was a sea battle, and he literally almost died, and the Jews mm. showed up right at that moment and rescued him from being killed. Oh. And I, I thought that was a nice piece to go with this verse. Amen. So, so then, from from that in history, it shows that Rome could have been done right then and there. Rome. The whole system of Rome could have fell, but if it wasn't because of the Jews, um, Rome, Rome would have died. But because of the Jews, Rome lived on, and now this is why we end up having the Holocaust and many other things. So the sins of the Jews is very great, and many things are upon, upon the Jews. But if, if, if we follow on the same path, um, our sins would be even more great than than theirs because we have all these past histories to see what not to do. And then if we do it, we're just plucking out our plucking out our eyes and seeing these things and saying, I'm I'm still gonna go for forth and do the very same thing but worse. Go ahead, Swindon. Yeah, so, so um, so he says the nominal Adventists and the nominal churches like Judah. Amen. So she takes Judas and she makes both of them Jews, Yes. Which means every time you're talking about that traitor, you're talking about all 
Amen, yes. Amen, yeah. It's, it's both the Protestants and the Adventists. Yeah, the Jews is Protestants too. Yes. Yes, and they, amen, and they didn't do it, amen. So, um, there's a judgment for, for, for those professed nominal Protestants as well. So, yeah, the, these men here were the false, were false Jews. Yeah, spiritual Jews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, so all those who end up fighting against Rome and 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 live it to the light, they are a part of the true Adventists, the 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 ones who are truly looking for the second advent of Christ. So yes, the the true Jews, which is Abraham's seed. Satan, amen, yes. So all this, technically, everyone on this planet is, is a Jew. They're all Jesus. We're all seeds of Abraham. Amen. And there's only one true Jew. Amen. And, yeah. and John 8, Christ, Christ says that. It says, he says, he, he says, he says, um, you're not Abraham's seed. But then he says, you are Abraham's seed. And he says that to the Jews. He says that directly to the, to the Jews and the Pharisees, that... Amen. In the flesh. And then you go to Galatians 4 to understand what he's meaning by that. You, where, where you have the natural one, where, where, which is part of the many, which is Ishmael, and then the few, which is Isaac, and the many persecuted the few. So it, it is really um, just showing um, the, the Jews if we're true Jews or Abraham's seed of Isaac or not. So if Judea would have kept... Yes, shut, shut this gate here. Rome wouldn't, couldn't have passed into Egypt, and would um wouldn't have won won this um won this war, and if the Jews had not saved Caesar, Rome wouldn't have won won the war even after they opened opened the gate. Go ahead. Titus. No, um, is that the, same the, the Lord opened the gate. The gate, yeah. The gate. When they opened the gate, they, they, they were able to. Uh, yes, this is what you get. Yeah. Because no man left those gates open. God Himself opened those gates. Just like with Babylon. Yeah. Romans. And they got and the Romans. The world, they, well, right, right. Yeah. And then in killing Christ, they further um, yeah, you know, sealed it. That, yeah. They said, we have no king but Caesar. So when, when Caesar came, why he locked Caesar out? They yeah. hold your king. Amen. Yeah, for them, yeah. Amen. All right, so um, DR238. Just going exactly with what, what we were just saying. It says, by the upright ones of the text are doubtless meant the Jews, who gave him the assistance already mentioned. 
Without this, he must have failed. With it, he completely subdued Egypt to his power, B.C. 47. So without this, without this gate being open, um, they wouldn't have one. And I'm stressing this point because it's not, it's, it's not only Adventists at large, it's also talking about ourselves. If we leave the gate, gate of our heart open, yeah. Satan, amen, Satan's going to come in. Well, so, amen, yes, at Sunday Lord, this one, this gate is wide open. Uh, and, and the Jews, which is the nominal Adventists, nominal churches, have that gate open. Rome comes in. Amen. Mm -hmm. It says Satan is going about as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And Paul tells us that he has to keep on the whole armor of God. So we, we, if you have on the armor, you never, um, have, you, you never have your guard down. You always have your shield, always have your helmet, and, your, and, your, and, and the, the chest plate on. Okay. Oh, I forgot I had a picture in here with this. The passes of Egypt. So, yeah, if you see, see here, Judea touches Egypt as well. And you have this line there at, at the, the bottom, and it says the crossing point. And the crossing point is Rafa. And Rafa is also Rafia. So, yet again, deal, um, in times past, years ago, men have thrown dirt upon Upon, upon these things, the, the battle of Paneum and Raphia. These, these, these battles we have to understand correctly because Satan has caused men to go and put wrong, wrong, wrong interpretations and wrong, wrong things upon it so that it can deter our minds from, from the truth of these points. So if this, if this point had, had been blocked and closed off yet again, Rome wouldn't have come in. All right. Yes. Amen. All right. Can someone read 238, paragraph 2? Oh, forgot. Upright ones here. It's the Jews. The upright ones are those who understand. 238.2. Can someone read this paragraph, please? Okay, so Julius Caesar only wars against Egypt because of the woman. All right, continuing on. With the, the but but said the prophet, she shall not stand on the side, neither be for him. The oppressor after will join herself with Anthony, the enemy of the justice Caesar, and glitter the whole power against him. Alright, so she was with Egypt, she was with the south, then she moves onward to the north, and then and then she moves back back to the south with Mark Anthony. To go and fight against Augustus Caesar, so yes, the movements of of the woman, Amen. And it's and she moves and she moves throughout the earth as well, just like the movements of the dragon. They they both move, and, and we have to understand their movements. One is showing the civil aspect, one is showing the religious aspect, and we have to fight against both of them. We, 
we, we, we have our right and our left arm. And we have to fight against both of them. All right. Um, for time, I'm going to continue. It says, After this shall he turn his face onto the isles and shall take many. But a prince for his own, for his own behalf shall cause the reproach offered by him to cease. Without his own reproach, he shall cause it to turn upon him. Then, then, then he shall turn his face toward the fort of his own land, but he shall stumble and fall and not be found. All right. Um, so speaking, speaking of Caesar, um, one second, let me see. Can someone read... Um, Actually, I may skip this just for time and go read it separately. Yeah, it's just showing forth the death of Caesar, which is more so shown in this paragraph. Can some read 239, paragraph 2? After this conference, Caesar defeated the last remaining fragments of Pompey's party. Cato, Cato and Cecil in Africa and Libyanus and Varus in Spain. Returning to Rome, the fort of his own land, he was made perpetual um, dictator. And such other powers and honors were granted him as rendered him, in fact, absolute sovereign of the whole empire. For the prophet had said that he should stumble and fall. The language implies that his overthrow would be sudden and unexpected, like a person accident accidentally stumbling in his walk. And so this man, who had fought and won 500 battles, taken 1,000 cities, and slain 1,192,000 men, fell, not in the, the din of battle, an hour of strife, but when he thought his pathway was smooth and strewn with flowers, and when danger was supposed to be far away. For taking his seat in the Senate chamber, upon his throne of gold, to receive at hand, at the hand of, of that body the title of king, the dagger of treachery suddenly struck him into the heart. Cat, um, Cassius, Brutus, and other conspirators, conspirators rushed upon him, and he fell, pierced with 23 wounds. Thus he, he, sudden, he suddenly stumbled and fell, and was not found. BC, 44 BC. Amen. The last slide fulfills the part in verse 18 where it says that, where it says that he shall, um, his face towards towards the isles and this is where he wins wins um wins yeah all, all these battles and wars now in verse 19 is shown here where now after winning all these battles and wars for these past three years from because between verse 17 and 18 and 19 is three years because this was 47 bc and this was 44 bc so in this and then yeah and then come to this this year and and um yeah and this year here, this is where now he dies by men, men in his own, in his own Senate. Oh, and another point is that Julius Caesar was the first dictator as well for Rome. And another point, yes, ever. He was the first dictator. And um, when, when he came up, one of the things in which he did was change the calendar. So keep this in mind to what, what we shall see in Daniel 11, verse 30, 31, and 32. 
Julius Caesar comes and changes the calendar and makes the Julian calendar. So when the first dictator comes about, he shall change what? Time Times and laws. Go ahead, Conard. Yeah, there's a ninth verse that showed a part where you read that he shall not be found. Ah, amen. Spreading himself like a green bay tree. Bay tree yes. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I, I sought him, but he could not be found. Amen. Ah, that's nice. Yes. Because he was literally spreading himself as a green bay tree. Because he was conquering, he was going forth, conquering and to conquer. Mm -hmm. Going putting forth himself as this, as this, as one as Christ. And no further. Amen. And then, and then the one who comes up and changed times and laws dies by the hand of his own men so amen you die by the sword so when we see one comes that's going to change times and laws the ones the, the ones who help them change times and laws will raise up their sword to go and cut cut down um rome again so so all these all these verses are really preparing the way for when when, when the church rules over rome and it's really pointing forth for the united states when the church rules over the united states all right so yeah, this is Cassius on the left and Brutus on the right. These two men and 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 some more men that ended up taking the life of Julius Caesar, fulfilling Daniel eleven nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. I do remember hearing some of that. All right, Dan eleven twenty. Now we can look at Augustus Caesar. Then shall stand up in his estate a raiser of taxes in the glory of, of the kingdom. But, but within few days he shall be destroyed, neither in anger nor in battle. Augustus Caesar succeeded his uncle Julius, by whom he had been adopted as his successor. He publicly announced his adoption by his, by his uncle and took his name, to which he, he um, added that of Oct... Oct thank you, yes combining with Mark Anthony and Lepidus to avenge the death of Caesar, they formed what is called the triumvirate form of government. So, now in verse 20, we have this new king come up with a razor of taxes. And these, from verse 20 to, <clears throat> excuse me, 22, we should be familiar with in, um, a little bit more because all these things are shown in the book of Luke and in the book of um, Matthew as well. Go ahead. Yes. Yes, that's another thing. And there is a triumvirate that leads to Caesar. Those two are important. Um, next week, sorry. I'll, I'll probably bring up more some of it. And there's another thing is Augustus is not the ruler of Rome. Augustus is the ruler of the world. Oh, yes. Julius was only the ruler of, of Rome. This is yeah. something, two things to keep in hmm. mind that is important for the end of the world. Yes. Amen. So, yes, yeah, first America, then, yeah, then the world. Amen. So, um, I remember one rule that Jeff always brought about. It's simple, the easiest thing. One plus two equals what? Three. So with so with all these Caesars, these three Caesars, um, the, these the the first two Caesars is really pointing down to the to the last one in the United States. But the first, but the three Caesars in themselves also teach you another separate truth. In, in and of itself, because it's like Swinton said, the, um, Julius and Augustus teach you about, about Dan 11, 40 
um, 41 and 42, but then the three Caesars in themselves also teach you about the element 40 also to 45, and they, many things come out from it. Yeah. So, and just like Swinney was saying, this is, he, Augustus, yes, it's the second triumvirate. He joins with Mark Anthony and Lepidus, Lepidus, excuse me, Lepidus, there, yes. And this, uh, he's the same one that was brought up in verse, I think, 15, I believe, we, we read about. Gotcha, Sasha. And this is the second triumvirate. And this is the, and he's the, the emperor of the world and when, when the, the king of the world is actually born, Jesus Christ. It says, having subsequently firmly established himself in the empire, the senate conferred upon him the title of Augustus. And, and the um, other members of the, um, amen, being now dead, he became supreme ruler. All right says he was emphatically a raiser of taxes. Luke, and speaking of the events that, um, that, that, excuse me, amen, at, at the time when Christ was born, says, and it, it, amen, in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Luke chapter 2. Verse 1, yeah, that, amen, he taxed the whole world. That shows you he's the king of the world. It's a lot of history here. I know it's yes. a lot of time, but Pius has a nice thought to that. And he says, immediately, you don't see the taxes. What you see is the census. Yes. There was mm -hmm. first a census. That's mm -hmm. what brought Joseph and Mary back to, there was a numbering of, of the, the people. people. So now you have mm -hmm. to bring in here the numbering of, of the, the people. people amen. Whatever happens when you number the people, then you should see it happening in, in this time. Amen. Oh, sorry. Now, now since we brought that up, because that brings in the time of Moses, and now that brought my mind back to this this here when when Rome passed through through the land. Passing through the land is a subject in which we have to understand as well. That in in and of itself is something that we can study. Because some heathen nations didn't want Israel to pass through their land. And because of that, the Lord, the Lord destroyed them when you go to numbers and so forth. So from what I have seen thus far, when you pass through someone's land, you are, you are accepting their, 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 yes, their doctrines and they're allied onto them. So when, when Judea allowed Rome to pass through the land, it's shown that they're allied onto them. And then I think it was, I can't remember which heathen king it was. I want to say the Amorites or the Ammonites in the time of Moses. Yeah, yes, it was Edom. Thank you. Yes, it was Edom. Edom told told Moses, "No, you cannot pass through the land." So, so it's showing a group, a group there that is that is fighting against the doctrines of Christ, and it's saying that they they will not allow allow Israel to pass through the land, and they won't accept the 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 doctrines of the true God of heaven. So, yes, that, I forgot to bring that point up from then. So this is the second triumvirate here, as we, we said. Uh, um, yeah, uh, th this is Caesar. Yeah, Caesar, Mark Antony, and Lepidus. It's also important that he was Octavian before he became Augustus, Augustus Caesar. Very important. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a name. Yes, yeah, name change when all he takes over the whole world. Things, the 
Amen. Yes. Amen. So, this is why we say you have to go back and study these things for yourself, because there's there's very many like gems strewn throughout throughout all these histories for us for us to pick up. And yet again, I'm only one man, so I can only take I, my hands can only hold so much. All right. And then yes, this is Augustus Caesar now, after, because now he's the sole ruler. Before it was all three of them, and then after now, it's the sole ruler here, Augustus Caesar. Right. Yes, keep in mind, yes, his name here is different. Yeah, when 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 he's with the three, then when he's by himself, his name his name changes, Augustus Caesar now. All right. Can someone read this paragraph, please? Two forty point two. Auspice, auspice, auspicious, yes, our. Our Lord. Amen. So he ends up. So when when he he rules, it's the golden age, and it's and it's fitting because in his time, Christ is born. Uh, yes. Amen. Yeah. Son. Yes. Yes, yeah, sudden destruction. Meanwhile, you know, the second half of that, because Christ came to do what? To bring a soul. Yeah. Christ didn't come to put a man at variance with his, his, his father's mother, and so, but it's nice. The world was at peace, so God sent Christ, Prince of, Prince of peace. peace. Amen. Amen. Um. Okay. Yes. Turn on. Now we're going to look at the vow king, this fourth king, Tiberius Caesar. It says, and in his estate, in Augustus Caesar's estate, shall stand up a vow person to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom, but he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. So the fourth, the fourth nation um, establishes the vision, and Tiberius Caesar establishes the vision of also Daniel 9, because he is, he, he is the, the emperor that is reigning when Christ dies. And the vision, um, and you can also see in one sense, is, is, is all speaking about the cross. All three of them established the vision. Amen, yes, all three of them established. Oh, yes, that was what he was talking about the other day, yes. Amen. Caesar brings the fourth kingdom, the other one brings Mary in. 
Yeah, amen. So, um, when when you look at the the three the three kings of Persia, you have Cyrus, Darius, and Xerxes with the three decrees with originating, reaffirming, and establishing. And with the Caesars, you have this very same thing: Julius, Augustus, and Tiberius with originating, reaffirming, and establishing. So Tiberius Caesar establishes it, confirms it. Sorry. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. So Tiberius, yes. It, he he's the one that is in the time period of a cross. Go ahead, Connor. Knows this, yep. And Tiberius, Tiberius. yep. Mm-hmm. It's plain. Ah, yes, I was. Amen. Into, amen. To mistake, because these um these verses here are the history of Rome that everybody has searched up, have studied, and everybody has heard of. And and amen. Yeah, yeah. They they teach these men the most, so it should be easy to really see the time of Christ, because that's what it's really talking about. It's not really talking about the kings or these emperors here. It's talking about Christ being born. So. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. They 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 try to hide it. Amen. All right. Um. So this paragraph here ends up showing how he's he's vile and he tries to hide hide his his vileness for for some time. So skip that for now for time. It says during the remainder of the life of Augustus, he um Tiberius behaved with great prudence and um ability concluding a war with the Germans in such a manner as to merit a triumph. So he comes up with flatteries, just like how Rome, literally the nation came up in the same way. He came up in this nice, nice, very, in this nice way. But, but then you'll see the vileness of, of, of this man after, and you see the vileness of Rome after. Um, jump down one sentence. It says, on the death of Augustus, he succeeded without what? Opposition. Opposition. To the sovereignty of the empire, which, which, however, with his um, yeah, um, amen. He he affected to decline until repeatedly solicited by the servile senate. So the nation saw clamor for 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 the vileness of of the church to reign. Yes. Taken, yes, the kingdom. Tiberius Caesar. Yes. Because he was, because they all knew he was this vile, vile man. Tiberius Caesar. All right. Can someone read 241.3? 241.3? Just a moment. 
connection of the kingdom without opposition, especially circumstances of dependence of his affection to the throne. And such were the circumstances for which the prophecy called. Amen. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip this also for time. Um, okay. Uh, what was it? Yeah, this ends up showing at the end the death of, of, of the vile king as well. All right, and now let's go to verse 22. Can someone re read this as well? Bishop Newton presents the following reading as agreeing better with the original. And the arms of the overflow shall be overflowed from before him and shall be broken. The expression signifies revolution and violence. And in fulfillment, we should look for the arms of Tiberius, the overflow, to be overflown, or in other words, for him to suffer a violent death. To show how this was accomplished, we again have recourse to the Encyclopedia Americana, Art Tiberius. Yeah, Art, okay. Yeah, and the verse says, and, and with, with the arms of a flood, sh shall they be, um, oh, shall they be, oh, 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 oh. Overflown from before him and shall be broken. Yea, also the prince of the covenant. So with Tiberius Caesar is directly linked the, the, the death of Jesus Christ. Sorry, one second. Okay, cool. Um, so in this paragraph, it shows how he was killed on March 16th, 37 AD, when he was suffocated to death by... Um, by Macro, who wanted to take his, his place. And to look for the part when he, with, with, with the death of Christ, um, many of the, many of the other, um, pioneers write upon, upon this point. Because in verse 22, it says, yea, also the prince of the covenant. The last, the la the last part. The last part of verse 22 show, shows you in, in the time of his reign, this is when Jesus Christ dies, because his reign ends in March 16, 37 AD, and, and Jesus Christ died in 31, six years prior to the death of Caesar. Okay. So now, the, the AR 243, paragraph 2, clearly tells us that this is the time of, the time of Christ, and this is where um, this is where he dies in the reign of, of Christ. I mean, he he dies in the reign of um, Tiberius Caesar. And Luke three verses one to three tells us this. It's in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. John the Baptist commenced his ministry. So, and we know six months. Um, John John began his work six months before Jesus Christ did, and then and then. Um, Caesar, this Caesar here is 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 the one that's ruling over the whole earth and and also aids in the death of Christ by allowing these things to happen because because these things have to come to his ears as well because the gospel has to come to every single king. All right, last verse, 
that, that I'll take up is Dan Levin, verse 23. It says, And after the league made with him, he shall work deceitfully, for he shall come up and shall become strong with a small people. So now this verse jumps back in time. So this is something I don't clearly see as yet. I don't know why it does it, but I do know why, why it does in this sense. It's to add more, more thoughts on the things in which, in which the Lord has now showed. Amen, yes, from verses um, 17 and 18 down to 22. So now the Lord goes back over those same verses, but doing it in a, but, but showing different events in the same times of Julius, Augustus, and Tiberius Caesar, and coming down into Constantine and so forth. So, can someone read this paragraph, please? Return it. Amen. So what, what, what he's speaking of here is that um, this is why we have this date, date on the chart, 158 B.C., because literal Catholics use this verse to turn, um, use, sorry, use um, verse, uh, I think the, is it the last verse? Yes, they use the last verse to turn it from Christ and to show a whole separate event. But, but what Uriah Smith is saying here is that this, this cannot be because the Jewish high priest was never called the prince of the um, um, covenant. So, so you cannot say that, so that the Jewish, um, that, that the death, death of one of these priests is fulfilling this verse because the only one that's, that's actually called that is only Jesus Christ. So 
so it is it is clearly there setting forth that this is dealing with dealing with Rome. So Rome uses this to turn it from themselves to, to something else, so that so that they are not seen. I saw two hands, Canard, then Swindon. Yeah, it's there. Oh, yes, because it says it right there. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yes. This is the transition, yes. Amen. So, yes, yeah. Go ahead, Swindon. Small people. By, by the time they come to Tiberius, are they a small people? No. Okay, yeah. so then that's Empire. forces you to look at Rome when there was back. a small people. So just, if you just look at the verse, it, it tells, tells you, I need to go back to when Rome was a small people. Amen. All right, so then, so they go back to the, to the hundreds B.C. to see Rome as a small people because that's when they were small in the 200s and the 100s. Yeah. Right here, with the League of the Jews, because it has to go back. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, the little, yes, the little horn, yes, amen. All right, can someone read this paragraph? I'm, I'm well over time. How much? Having taken us? Yes. Having taken us down through the secular events of the empire to the end of the 70 weeks, the prophet, in verse 23, takes us back to the time when the Romans became directly connected with the people of God by the Jewish league, B.C. 161, from which point <coughs> we are then taken down in a direct line of events to the final triumph of the church and the setting up of God's everlasting kingdom. The Jews, being grievously oppressed by the Syrian king, sent an embassy to Rome to solicit the aid of the Romans and to join themselves in a league of amity and confederacy with them. The Romans listened to the request of the Jews and granted them a decree couched in these words. All right, so... To look at this league, you have these things in which we, we can read. And also the charts tell us exactly the, the, the places we can go to read it to go find out what this league league is. But like Kanar was um, speaking of, it says having, it says, it says that we pass through secular events. And after it now is dealing with the Romans in connection with the people of God. So it's dealing with um, religious events now. And um, yeah, and, and it's showing the church from that point onward. So, so from verse 23 onward, our view now is, is changing from secular to religious. And then when you get to verse 30, that is when you really start seeing even more, more openly 
changing from secular to religious. And I believe, I think Sun is going to take up verse 30 as we go along. So I do not know why he says BC 161. The chart says 158. He may, he has, and if you look at history, if you're going to look on Google, it says 161 as well. But I don't know why it has that. I don't have. No, no, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, 58, yes, yes. I don't understand it clearly, but there's a quote that says, bigger go as you wanted it. Yes. And that's all we need to know. Amen, yeah. Bigger's on the chart is as God wanted it. 158 is on the chart. God that's what, 158 on the chart. as the league of the Jews. totally, but we're going with 158. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay, so now in the next slide, and this is the last slide. This last slide is just basically the um, the the terms of the contract that the Jews made with the Romans. So he, this is taken directly from First Maccabees, chapter eight, eight and nine. The chart tells us to, um, if you read First Maccabees chapter nine verse seventy seventy one, and you go see see things from Josephus as well. Those 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 books and those chapters give us the League of the Jews. So from this point onward, now this is now where you see um, you see you see the church aspect. And now this is why Romans brought up in verse fourteen, because another rule is that a nation is only brought up when it's brought in connection with God's people. So. In verse 14, you see it now because Rome is being brought up with God's people. And verse 14 shows it was in like 100s as well. When you, how would, how would I say? When you read what you're, I understand what Omar is saying, that Rome comes up there because of the change in the circumstances. Yes. So they don't immediately come in contact with God's people. That's why mm -hmm. the word goes back to the king of the south and mm -hmm. the king of the north. So, so the Bible establishes while the king of the north and the king of the south is battling, Something's taking place over here. Yes, Rome so is coming up. Bringing it in as being in contact. So I just wanted to make that that it, it's just showing. Let's just pay attention to this because we're gonna get to it later. And later, when they come in contact with God's people, in verse 19, I believe, 18, 19, the Bible brings them in fully now because yeah, with, with God's people. Pompeii, yeah, sixteen. Mm -hmm. with God's Amen. So and it's the same thing with with this land. This land was actually brought about in 1776. It was still, it was still, brought, it was brought up in, in the time of the 1260. But the Lord says no, 1798, because this is now when it's being brought, um, brought in with God's people. So yeah, with prophetic history, Amen. So these, these things we have to understand: this, the, the, the literal history and prophetic history. But literal and prophetic history are still one. Also, you have to, because people will, I, I know people will challenge us with dates and so forth. Because it already happened in our time period with 539 B.C. and 538 B.C. with many other things. And then we know this week, the Bible is the best history, is the only history book that Amen. records accurately the history of nations. So Amen. So we to say, God determined what our prophetic events. Amen, yes. So, <clears throat> at, um, yet again, I know this is a lot of history. Um, I had to read through it probably like three, four times just to have certain things, certain like certain events in my mind. I know I still don't have every every bit and piece in my mind. Amen, yes. Go over it. And and the clearest way to see that is because we got to verse 23 and he goes back. So that's so why you can go over it again. Amen. So 
So, amen, to go over it more than one time and going from different angles, because in verse 23, all words takes it from a different angle. First one was secular, now this one's religious. So, the Lord is trying to teach us how to study as we study at the same time. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Well, what I like about this transition from, from the Tyrone come up from 14 to 23 is that passage is showing you what the king was doing in relation to, in regard to secular movement. Mm -hmm. When you come from 23 all the way down to Michael's stand up, this part is just religion. What the king is doing in regard to the church. Okay, amen. Still the king. Yes. And what is doing in regard to the, the church. Amen. So showing you how Satan takes control of the secular sector. <clears throat> 23 showing you how he takes control of the religious sector. Sector, amen. And state. That's, that's what so now, with, with, with what Kanar is saying, is that you have to go look at the seals as well, because the seals is showing this very same thing of that. So, I say again, please go back and study these things. It's a lot. Re read it over, read it over, read it over. Look at different angles of it as well. And um, we, we have to see ourselves in this and, and, and where we are standing now and where we shall be in the very near future. That being said, shall we close with a word of prayer? Merciful Father in heaven, glory. Thank you. Thank you for your word and for, for the ways in which you have shown us these things, Lord. Please, Father, help us to search these things out more and more, to, to um, see the things in which you you want us to see at, um, see from your word. Please, Father, help us to glean, glean um, all that we can and to live up to it as well, Lord. And we ask these things in your son's name we pray. Amen.